The left wants to make a black man who was killed by a lot of other black men who happened to be police officers into racism. How they're going to pull this off? They're just going to tell you over and over and over again. Bill Gates won't leave the cows alone, those poor cows, and the kids just will not learn. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Well, I had a great weekend. I hope you did too. Uh, Some of the things I did, well, the first thing I did was I finished a book that I've been trying to finish for a while. Uh, It's called Thomas Paine on Liberty. It included the book Common Sense. I'd never read it. I thought, okay, this is probably one of the best-selling books. And to call it a book is a stretch. It's only 79 pages. It's work to get through that 79 pages, I won't lie, because, you know... It was written between 1750 and 1790, so you could imagine the language ain't quite the way it is now. So it, it was, but it was a fantastic book. Go to Dumbasses Talking Politics and uh, read my review with it. I mean, this is the book, honestly, the children today need to be reading. Things like this, where, you know, I know this is going to be a shocker. It's a 140-page book. They didn't mention racism at all. As a matter of fact, he was uh, he was an abolitionist, it seems. He was very much against uh, slavery. So it, it wasn't brought up much in the book, but it, it was brought up more than once. So it's an interesting book. It's really a great book. And it's not just common sense. He, they have other writings. Um, common sense was a little difficult to get through, but what wasn't difficult to get through were his letters and his second book that he released. The, he, the language was a little easier to read. It's just a really interesting book. You should take a look at it. The other thing I did this weekend was I saw the movie Megan. Megan is about a robot that is there to take care of a little girl that lost both her family members, and the robot learns. It's got real AI. We're going to talk about AI tomorrow. I don't think we're going to get to it today. But how the robot was able to learn and took on the commands to protect the little girl. What unfortunately the little girl needed, according to the robot, needed protection from her guardian and the guardian who made the robot. It was a, it was a pretty creepy movie. And I thought, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Josie loved it. So, and then we went shopping yesterday. So it was, it was just, it was a very quick weekend. We did, we did, uh, I did spend all Sunday. We, we woke up early on Sunday and we went, we went shopping and got her food because Josie pre, uh, prepares her meals. And then, um, I sat up my ass on the couch for six hours and watched football, which is another thing. The, um, Chiefs and the Eagles will be going to the Super Bowl. I guess there was some controversy in the Chiefs game where a whistle was blown. And I mean, I saw that. I saw it, but I did. I still don't know, understand the controversy because the reality was the referee was uh, what happened was uh, it was third down. Chiefs had the ball and the ball, the play went on. The Chiefs hiked the ball. The play went on. Uh, the, who were they playing against? The Bengals had stopped the player short of the first down by about five, six yards. Would have been a really long field goal. 
I mean, the temperature was like six degrees yesterday over there. And uh, apparently the refer a referee had blown the whistle, was running on the field blowing a whistle. No one heard it because it's really loud. Well, this apparently is a huge controversy. Even though if you look at the field, yes, the referee is out there waving. His now, no one even knows why he was stopping the play. Well, the next play, uh, the Bengals had a penalty, automatic first down. The Chiefs scored a, a field goal, game over, and now everyone is claiming that the NFL is fixing games. Uh, maybe, maybe, but I know that Cincinnati has a bigger... I think it's going to be a good game. Philadelphia and Kansas City will be a much better game than Philadelphia and the Bengals. But, hey, well, there's your controversy. Okay, let's get to the news. Well, here's the biggest surprise. None of the news involves uh, Joe Biden. You know why? He went on vacation again to Camp David. Unfortunately, he can't go to any of his houses because he's got so much <laughs> classified material at all, all his houses, he decided just to go to Camp David. Because, you know, you can't just stay at the White House for a weekend, right? You maybe get some work done. But he's not really doing any work. Let's let's call it what it is. So let's get to it. I'm sure you heard this news. Five Memphis police officers were arrested and are expected to be charged with second degree murder for the beating for beating the crap out of a, a 30 a 29 year old um, man in uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. The for some reason the police chief the Memphis police. Uh, department police chief decided to to say that the beating was horrific. It's worse than Rodney King and 9/11 and everything combined. And then release the security footage, security footage and the body cam footage on Friday night at 7 p.m. Memphis time. I don't know why it made so no sense. It sounds like they were almost encouraging a riot. All five cops were black, as well as Nichols being black. So you'd think there'd be no racial angle to this. Of course, that's just stupid. Of course there is. We'll get to that in a second. Now, I did see the video, and it was... Two things can be true at once. Um, that this Tyree Nichols guy probably needs to start listening to the cops, and that the cops went overboard. Now, this group of cops, these were not traffic cops. These were uh, from a group called the Scorpion Patrol. And these guys are dealing, if you don't know Memphis, Memphis is in Tennessee, yes. But Memphis is also a blue city. It is entirely black. They have heavy gang violence there. A lot of crime in Memphis. Okay, so people, and that's something everyone was bringing up, even on Fox News. They were like, oh, well, Tennessee's a red state, and look at all the crime in Memphis. Memphis is a blue city. So it is run by a blue mayor, who, by the way, is a black man. Run The police, de the police department is run by a black woman, who's also a Democrat. And you can tell the way she was screaming about it before. Uh, it didn't look great. It did look like these guys were roughing him up. And, I mean, there were kicks that were, why'd you just kick him? It also looked like he was res resisting. So this is going to be a very interesting trial. Uh, I do not, these 
five cops, they probably, they definitely need to get kicked off of the police force. I'm just not so sure that you can sit there and say, I, I don't know. I, I think it, two things can be true at once. Uh, this Tyree Nichols was resisting arrest and the cops beat the living garbage out of him, and there was probably no reason to do that. We're going to have to see how the, tri- the trial goes. Another police officer this morning was relieved of duty. Uh, they are investigating that officer and another officer. And two fire department paramedics were also fired. And obviously, the reason is that they were not helping this kid. This kid was put in the hospital and three days later he died. So the protests, there were protests in Memphis and, you know, for the most part, I'm not saying fiery, but mostly peaceful, but for the most part, they were peaceful. Uh, There were a bunch of Antifa thugs that decided to go around Memphis and also New York, Los Angeles, Seattle, and Portland. They decided to go in and start crap and they did. So there were there were riots, but they were not like the 2020 riots, which a lot of people were kind of expecting. And that, to be honest with you, with you was was uh, set up by the police chief in Memphis. I don't know what she was thinking when she said this. Well, like I said, the suspect was black. All of the cops were black. So this can't be framed as a racial thing, right? Well, you'd be wrong. Why? Because everything is racist. And as Ben Shapiro said today, he said, you know something? You always got to go with the narrative. It doesn't matter if it's true or not. So here are a couple examples. So Representative Mondaire Jones, who, who is not a genius, he tweeted, if you think the Memphis police officers had to be white in order to exhibit anti-blackness, you need to take the AP African Studies course Ron DeSantis just banned. Now, this guy is an idiot. Because one of the reasons, and everyone pointed this out, including some lefties, pointed out, well, the reason that Ron DeSantis wanted this AP African Studies Band is because you that African Studies course actually sits there and convinces you everything is racist. So everyone pointed that, that out to the guy. He goes, this everyone's saying this is exactly why you, you got to ban this stuff. Is because you just when five black men beat another black man, it's assum- the assumption is it's white supremacy. Not to mention, no one seems to care about is it white supremacy on what blacks are doing to other blacks in Chicago or New York or Los Angeles. Believe it or not, most black people do not die at the hands of white people. They die at the hands of other black people. And by the way, it's the same with white people. Most white people die at the hands of other white people. CNN had a headline, an opinion, the police who killed Tyree Nichols were black, but they might still have driven, might still have been driven by racism. Uh, In another article uh, entitled Violent History Echoes in the Killing of Tyree Nichols, this was in the New York Times, the author compares the killing of Tyree Nichols to that of Martin Luther King and other black activists back in the 50s. He also, in that article, takes it all the way back to the 1850s during slavery. Now, what's interesting about that article, it completely failed to mention that the cops were black. 
It never, this was a long article. One of the reasons I'm not reading it is because it is really long and nowhere in the article does it mention that the police officers were black. And the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, yeah, he says it, it's, it's, it's all racism. Listen to him. Let me ask you, the Chief C.J. Davis, when in my interview with her, she said that all the officers being black, it takes race off the table. Do you agree with that? Uh, no, no, I don't. Uh, I think that I understand what uh, the chief was saying, and I think she uh, really handled this situation in a very professional way. She moved swiftly. She ensured that those officers were removed from the department. She took all the necessary steps. Uh, but I think uh, race is still on the table. Uh, when a culture of policing historically has treated uh, those from different groups differently, uh, even when the individuals are from that same group, that culture can still exist. And we have to zero in on it, being honest about it, and making sure that we properly train police for the realities of the cities that they are policing in. I, I want to talk about the Scorpion unit, which... You know, the big problem with all this stuff is that nothing is ever going to get fixed. Crime is still a major problem, but it's never going to get fixed as long as these people do not look at what the problems were. Was there problems with the policing? Yeah, most definitely. Is there a problem with policing in the country? Most definitely. Are we not training police officers well? Probably. There are fixes that can be done, but when we constantly just jump right on race, right off the bat, we don't even want to look at anything else. I, I don't know how you fix anything. Uh, finally, NHL hockey legend Bobby Hull has passed away at 84. He died this morning. Um, I know a lot of folks probably don't watch a lot of hockey. I love hockey. He retired with 610 goals, 560 assists, and 1,170 points. Now, that might not seem like a lot when you compare it to, let's say, Gretzky or Lemieux or any of the... But that's a lot of points back then. You gotta remember, these guys were skating without helmets. And so they were getting the crap out, beaten out of him. Um, I actually have a jersey signed by him, so that's kind of special going to be special now um unfortunately it's on a king's jersey not a, a a blackhawks jersey so that's just what i had so rest in peace to him now let's get to our stories all right i, I wanted to play this one last week but i just never got to it and this is one of those stories that we can just play on forever um the anti-meat activists like bill gates are coming up with the dumbest ideas when it comes to fixing the, quote, climate crisis, end quote. Of course, one of the things everyone wants to stop doing is for the world to stop eating meat, especially beef. This is because cows fart and poop, and that releases methane into the atmosphere. These people who are trying to save us by making us eat bugs or cutting down our diets altogether have power and that's a problem because they are influencing things tomorrow we're going to talk about the egg crisis which is happening and the chicken crisis which is happening like i said bill gates john Kerry, leonardo dicaprio have a lot of cultural political and economic power their stupid policies do have a tendency to become laws now here are a couple of interesting stories Okay, according to Fox News, the Microsoft co-founder and billionaire, has re that's, that is uh, Bill Gates, has reportedly backed an Australian-based startup looking to stop cows from birth burping methane emissions, 
pouring funds into research around livestock food supplements. According to a press release, Gates' firm, Breakthrough Energy Ventures, Bev, with participation from Harvest Road Group, raised $12 million for Roman 8, Roman 8, a climate technology company. Roman 8 studies solutions to reducing livestock emissions, and their latest initiative identifies anti-methanogenic properties that can be produced efficiently, efficient, efficiently and for low cost to eventually feed to livestock. The dietary supplement is synthetically replicated from an active ingredient found in red seaweed called bromoform, which prohibits the creation of methane. What bothers me about this is that every living mammal produces methane, including human beings. We fart, you're farting methane. I know this is not something that I've ever done, but people will light their farts and it'll cause a, a fire. Yeah, that's because you're farting methane. You belch your belting met methane. We've talked about Malthusianism in our climate pot in the podcast where we talked about climate change and all that stuff a couple weeks ago. Bill Gates is one of those guys. He's a Malthusian. I've even played the sound bit where he actually said we could use introduce vaccines that could lower the human population by 15%. And by implementing certain policies, we could lower the population. And in his little speech, which I saw the entire speech, I only played you a segment, he said that is really the only way we're going to control, uh, we're going to control climate change by controlling the population. This guy is sick. Later in the article, Fox News uh, pointed out what Gates has said before. So here it is. Quote, Gates told MIT Tech Review in 2021 it would be almost impossible to eliminate emissions, emissions from burping cows and fertilizer to reduce methane emissions, saying the plant-based beef options are the only viable option. Quote, there are all things where they feed them different food. There are all the things where they feed them different food. Like there's this one compound that gives you 20% reduction in methane emissions. But sadly, those bacteria in the digestive system that produce methane are necessary, are a necessary part of breaking down the grass. And so I don't know if there, there'll be some natural approach there. I'm afraid the synthetic protein alternatives like plant-based burgers will be required for at least the beef thing. So, yeah, I mean, we're just going to have to get rid of the beef. By the way, remember when I, I told you a couple of times, what were you going to do with all the cows if we all decided to stop eating beef? Because I got news to you, cows reproduce really well. They have no problem reproducing. Well, yeah, this guy, he wants to kill them. So, here we go. All right. But, you know, it's not just that. So not only do they want to make it that the cows can't belch methane. I mean, it doesn't stop them from farting or anything. But here's another one um, that I, I, I swear you just just leave the cows alone. I mean, seriously, leave them alone. Okay, according to Fox News again, a Tennessee farmer condemned the idea of forcing cows, get this, to wear masks and diapers to contain their methane emissions, saying the people who came up with the idea have gone to Looney Town. French dairy giant 
Dannon produced a, a, uh, announced in mid-January it is considering putting masks on cows to trap their burps in an effort to reduce methane emissions by 30% come 2030. Now, I don't know how it does that. We'll talk about that in a second. That doesn't even make sense to me. But okay, whatever, these people, these freaking god nut dumbasses. In the future, cows could also be forced to wear diapers to trap their flatulence. Stephanie Nash called the whole thing utter madness, and utter is U-D-D-E-R, the you know, little pun there, madness Wednesday on the Tucker Carlson Tonight. Okay, show. So let's, here's what she said about putting masks on cows. Stephanie, um, you're a dairy farmer. You've got a lot of cows behind you. Um, do you think this would actually work? Would you do it to your cows? Well, Tucker, you know, I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not going to allow my cows to wear a mask. Um, I'll show yes. you right now what we're dealing with right now. We tried to put one on, so she's not having it. She is struggling no. to breathe, and, you know, it, it, it just doesn't make sense to put a mask on a cow. She actually showed the audience with a mask on a cow. The cow was, the cow couldn't breathe. The cow's mask was soaking wet because cows, of course, are constantly um, have a snot coming out of their nose. Uh, it, it looked absolutely cruel. I don't know where PETA was, but PETA actually agrees with this crap. And why are they doing the mask thing? How is a mask going to block a burping cow? I don't know. I have no idea, but they've, they've trained the sheep in the United States and across the world that we can wear masks all the time. And by the way, this gal looked like she had hundreds upon hundreds of head of cattle. What are these people going to do? Constantly put masks on this cattle? Switch the masks? They'll be doing spending more time trying to get, keep the cattle... And by the way, keep that in mind for the actual diapers, too. They'll be spending more time changing the masks and the diapers off the cows than they would be to feed them and to move them from point A to point B. It's just, it's stupid. And then, okay, well, before I get crazy on this, because here she is talking about putting diapers on cows, which makes like zero sense but let's listen to what she had to say here because this is a family show but you're very familiar with cows the idea of putting a diaper on a cow given the daily production of a cow uh, how, i mean is that feasible how big would the diaper be is this a joke i mean could you do that would you do that um yeah i think these people have gone to looney town there is no possible way that i'm going to put a diaper on my cow she has to be able to walk around lay down eat drink water and that's yep. going to make it impossible for her to be comfortable as a cow you know our animals are under the best stewardship and we want them to be as comfortable as possible and telling me how to do my job is not the way to you know eliminate emissions we have to be smart about this we have to listen to the farmer rancher and what is best for our animals all this being crazy is absolutely right this is just nuts it doesn't even make sense and then then something she brought up which i cut out is she spent about three minutes explaining this is not going to prevent methane from being released into the atmosphere <laughs> 
at all. It's just there to make life tougher for the, uh, let's face it, if a cow burps, where's it going to go? It's going to go through the mask. Methane isn't going to be stopped by a mask. And then that mask, if you look at the mask, the only thing it's covering is the nose of the cow. It's not covering the mouth of the cow. Where do you think the burps come from? Not the nose, the mouth. And then the diapers. So cow farts. I mean, it's the same idea. It's going to go right through the diaper. And then what happens when you need to change the cow? What are you going to do with the diaper? You're creating more of an environmental mess by filling the uh, filling the the uh, trash yards, the garbage yards, with freaking uh, methane-filled cow poop. It makes no sense. And think of all the cloth and all the plastic you're going to be wasting on that. Not to mention the waste of time of having to change the masks and the diapers on thousands of heads of cow, cows. It's just insane. This is just a stupid idea, but they're pushing it. They're pushing it. This diaper idea for the cows, I think I actually mentioned it in a podcast two years ago. This isn't something new. All right, let's go to the next story. Now, this this story is really funny to me. I almost did a video on it. But one of the reasons I didn't do a video about it is because I don't like doing videos. I don't like... I use Rumble every once in a while when I'm really in the mood. And I'll upload the video here. But I don't like to do it. What I, The reason I don't like to do it is the reason that this broad probably shouldn't have been on social media. So here's a woman. She decided to work at Google and to do all of what, and she decided to, she works at Google and she decided, okay, she's going to do what all Gen Zers seem to be doing today, is talking about her life as she works at Google. And so she released this, a couple minute, uh, couple minute, um, a day in the life at Google and posted it on it posted it on, uh, I think it was TikTok. And it's just ridiculous. So let's listen to this. By the way, this isn't even the funny part. So let's listen to her. A day in my life working from the Google LA office. I always grab some candy from the reception before heading in. This used to be an old aircraft hangar, so the decorations hanging from the ceiling kind of looks like an aircraft flying in. Before it was a Google office, this aircraft hangar belonged to Howard Hughes, so there's tons of memorabilia. Next, I'm going to pass by these art installations. They're a really good photo op, or you can sit in there and get some work done. I'm going to head to the coffee shop to grab some coffee and a fruit cup since I missed breakfast, and then I'm heading over to this butterfly-themed room to take my first meeting. Then I'm going to head over to the confetti room to take my next meeting. It's so sparkly and beautiful in here. I love that a lot of our rooms are themed. Then I'm going to grab my two favorite drinks, which is this green tea and coconut water. Next, I'm going to go upstairs and grab some lunch. They always have pizza and a variety of different vegetables and meat. The food is always really good. And of course, everything you see in the office is free. On my way out of the cafe, I ran into a doogler, which is a dog googler, and ran into some ghosts. When they were renovating the office, there were a lot of spooky stories from the crew. So there's a whole area in the office where you can listen to them. Then I got more work done and headed over to the massage chairs to wrap up my day. Let me know what you want to see next. Do you know what I want to see next? I want to see what work are you actually doing? 
It seems like all you're doing is cruising through a museum and eating all day. And everything you eat is free. You know something? Here's something weird. Uh, When I went to work, and, you know, I've been working since I've been 16, 15, I never got free food. Ever. Every once in a while, we got pizza called in or something like that, but that was rare. And we had to do a good job or something. What exactly did she do? The only thing I caught is she went to two meetings. With all the walking around she's doing, she's spending about two, three hours a day just walking around. And then Google wonders why they're losing money. You seriously need to hire a chef for these freaking people? They got a job. They should be thrilled with that. What's funny is Twitter, when Musk, Elon Musk took Twitter, the first thing he did was get rid of all this crap. And, you know, Twitter was losing something like $4 million a week or $4 million a day or something. And he said, okay, we're not... And you know what the Twitter employees did? And this was before he, I think, laid off 90% of them. They started bitching about the fact that they don't get their free food. Welcome to business. I, I don't know what you're talking about. What company do you know gets free food every day? No wonder everybody's losing money. No wonder they're laying off twelve to 18,000 people. Oh, and there's the big surprise. This broad got a call the next day, and guess what? She was laid off. The next day after she published this video, she was laid off. So what does she do? What does a normal person do when they decide to, when they get laid off? Do they sit and just in their underwear and get really upset and all that crap, which is what I would, what I did when I got laid off. I've been laid off twice. It happens. What she did was make another video. Here we go. Let's listen to her. A day in my life getting laid off at Google. So I woke up to this really ominous text from my boss and I honestly had no idea what it was going to be about. So I called her the minute I woke up and saw this and she told me to check the news and my email. So I rushed downstairs to find out that I had lost access to basically everything. I couldn't log into my email or even check my calendar. I called my boss back and we just sobbed over the phone because she was also finding out about my layoff for the first time today too. I started getting calls from a bunch of my coworkers and started finding out who else was let go on my team and some neighboring teams as well. But I think the worst part is that it seems like no one was consulted on this decision and everyone was just finding out about the layoffs at the same time. It just felt like a really bad game of Russian roulette and there was no consistency around who was let go. It was also not performance based, so it just felt really random. I opened up LinkedIn, which honestly was not great for my mental health. There were so many people who were in the same boat that were both equally as shocked and blindsided, but it did help me feel a little less alone. Honestly, I spent so much of the day crying that I just felt so tired from being sad and wanted to do something that would just make me feel better. Luckily, I have an annual pass, so I headed over to Disney land because I wanted to go eat my feelings. So I started off with a cinnamon galaxy churro and then went to the teriyaki turkey leg. This is a special limited edition item for the Lunar New Year celebration at Disney California Adventure. I had some rice crispy, a corn dog, did some drawing and even had another churro. I don't really know what's next for me, but I'll be vlogging my journey and posting more content about it. So feel free to follow along. This broad is just dumb. Okay. There is consistency on layoffs. You know what that consistency is? The worst employees are typically laid off. The ones that don't provide enough of a service for that company, they're the ones laid off. Don't forget, when you're laid off, your position is not replaced. 
if they're going to if they're going to want someone in your position, they have to offer the job to you first. So she and she's in California, which has very strict uh, laws when it comes to laying people off. So her job is not worth anything. And by the way, nobody gets consulted when they're laid off. This is what's amazing with these people. They think they have equal protection as, let's say, the CEO, which, by the way, doesn't have protection either. They don't. No one's going to consult with you, uh, a peon in this corporation, about who gets laid off. That's not how that works. Now, let's go over a couple of things with this broad. And, and, and you go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com and take a look at the videos because there's some really something really consistent in her videos. This broad eats a lot. She is constantly eating. All right? I this she doesn't stop. In the first part of the video before she goes to Disneyland and then eats another 7 8 meals, she's eating during the video. She's drinking something during the video. Okay. Now, what really gets me about this, especially Gen Zers, because she is a Gen Zer, she's, she's got to be early 20s, maybe mid-20s, is they don't understand you don't have to post your entire life onto social media. There are a few reasons for this. First, most people, and first and foremost, most people don't give a damn. Do you know why I don't take selfies? Because no one gives a shit about what I look like. No one cares. All right, second, your entire life is not everyone's business or anyone's business and may not be as endearing as you might think it is. What I know from this gal is, one, she's conceited and self-centered, which doesn't shock me Look at her, her generation. That doesn't shock me at all. She eats like, I mean, she eats like a horse. I don't think I'd want everyone to know how much I eat. And yet she continues to go. She ate two churros. She had a drink. She had a turkey leg. She had a cookie. She had a cookie on a stick. She had, I mean, my Lord, lady, do you really want people to know you eat like this? This broad is going to weigh 300 pounds by the time she's 30. This shows also when you start posting everything online, it shows really crappy judgment. Here, Instead of saving the money she's going to need before she gets her next job, she runs to Disneyland? Probably the most expensive place in the country? Maybe you should save that money a little bit because you might need it trying to find another job. But no, she got crappy judgment. If she has the same judgment at Google that she has in her life... Is she really all that necessary for for is she really all that necessary for Google? And then the the other reason is that she's showing a traumatic event and m- making it seem not so traumatic by posting it on on uh, TikTok. I'm sorry, I'm not going to take your tragedy all that seriously if you're go out there and film it right away. 
And then finally, one of the reasons a lot of people don't, you should not post on social media is that the company you're talking about probably is not going to like it. Do you think Google really wants the world to see how easy the employees have it? How the employees get free food, free lunches. They don't seem to work a lot. Maybe get a couple of, uh, maybe get a couple of uh, meetings in. Again, what she should have done, and she can't legally do this, but what she should have done is, what do you actually do there? Because in these two videos, I have no idea what her job was. Though it looks to me like she didn't do much of anything. Now, the other the other thing that really gets me about these videos is that reality always wins. And people forget this. Reality always wins. No matter what you're taught at Stanford or Harvard, everyone is expendable. That is the first thing you learn. Well, that's what, what me as a, um, a Gen Xer learned. I can be replaced at any time. The CEO all the way down to the janitor. You can always be replaced at the drop of a dime. The best way to handle crap like this is, and, and actually feel more fulfilled in life, is to always improve and work hard. Make yourself something that less expendable. Make it that the company will actually lose by getting rid of you. But the fact of the matter is, if if letting go, if letting you go is bad, then great, they'll keep you. But if letting someone go, and you really don't know what they're doing, and they apparently are wasting a lot of time, and this is a big problem with Gen Z. Gen Z is lazy. This gal looks like she does the minimum and is enjoying the spoils of life by getting hired by a big company and thinks they owe it to her. So, and then the big problem is Google, by her showing these videos, Google looks like, God, you guys are spending a crap ton of money. No wonder you're losing money on a daily basis. Well, yeah, get rid of her. Get rid of a bunch of people. Our youth, because here's the reality, as woke as Google is, Google is there to make money. They can be woke. They could say, oh, we'll pay for your abortion. Um, there are men and women can change their sex anytime. They can, they can say all of that. They can hire people of color. That's great. But when push comes to shove, the shareholders need to see some money coming in. And if you see someone like this, half-assing around, making TikTok videos while she should be doing something... Yeah, you're going to get laid off. And in, and this means something. Google is really woke, but reality always wins. I suspect that this broad will see herself as a victim, will learn absolutely nothing about this layoff, and she's going to be in the same position when she gets hired by another company. She's going to get laid off again. And it's a vicious circle. The one thing she did not say, she didn't understand why she got laid off. It wasn't performance-based. Well, that's a lie. Of course it was performance-based. You weren't doing anything. And she's just never going to learn. She's just going to think it's just the world making her a victim. Well, 
unfortunately, that's the attitude that's going to get you laid off at your next job. Okay, visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. We got a lot of stuff for you tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Thank you.